Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone that took the time out of their day to listen to either my intro or the last guest episode. There was way more people that listened than I could have ever imagined, and I just really appreciate all the text messages and uh, things that people have reached out to say about it. This has been something that I have been wanting to do for a very long time and people have been so sweet in their messages so especially thank you if you reached out to me and gave feedback or told me you listened or just said some positive things obviously I'm not doing this for positive affirmation but I really appreciate it I do feel like it is something that brings me so much joy and I genuinely love doing so it's just super exciting to see other people also enjoying the content that we put out um you never know when you sit down to do your first episode how it's gonna actually turn out and so once you add a guest in the mix that can also um just be a little unpredictable you know it's a new medium Uh, I've never podcasted before and um Anna had never been on a podcast before and you know, it's a very different thing when you're sitting there interviewing someone and trying to lead the conversation along. And I am really happy with how the episode turned out aside from the audio issues, which we are fixing. It's been really interesting to learn about all the different ins and outs of the audio system, but you have to make a mistake to learn. And I made a mistake with how that episode was recorded, uh, the technology of it. So I learned. I know how to fix it. I'm very excited. We already have our second guest episode scheduled, so that will be coming out in two weeks. It's also with someone that I am so freaking excited to record an episode with, so definitely stay tuned, and that episode's going to be a good one. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Today's topic is going to be goals as it is the beginning of the new year and I am kind of resetting and rethinking about everything I accomplished last year, what I didn't accomplish, what I've learned, how I've grown, uh, and then also kind of thinking about this year and what I want to accomplish and learn and experience. And so part of this episode is going to be revisiting my goals from last year and then also talking about what I have set as my goals for this year. And maybe this can hopefully help you all structure thinking about your goals or give you some inspiration or ideas for what you all want to do. So first, I just kind of want to talk about how I even structure my goal setting. In the past, um, I used to really struggle because I was just like asking myself in general, what are my goals? And it was kind of hard to make them into, you know, specified areas. I kind of felt like I was all over the place and it was really hard for me to like think of stuff. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I was watching one of the YouTubers and influencers I love to follow. Her name's Kylie Holbeck. And she talked about how she kind of broke her goals down into different areas. 
And so specifically, those are four different areas and they are fitness, business, personal, and then big goals. So these are kind of like ambitions, you know, really just putting it out there and aiming big and not really worrying about if it happens or not. And so a couple of years ago, I started doing this. Um, I have this one specific journal where I kind of write down all my goals and in between each year, I'll write down journal entries about that stuff. I'm kind of weird in the way that I journal. I have like themed journals. I don't just use one journal for um, every single thing that I write about. So this is kind of my goals journal. And then I have an experiences journal and a relationships journal. And then I have a journal that I started in like third grade. That's kind of like my big life moments journal. I don't know if anyone else journals this way, but I don't even know why I started doing it. It just kind of happened. So anyway, this is my goals journal that I write this in. And it's kind of fun because I've done this for a couple of years now and I can look back on each year and the ways that it's broken out. And then I also pick a word of the year. Um, and this is something that I've been like thinking a lot about, but generally I'll just you know, kind of put it out there and a word will just come to me and I'll be like, okay, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Um, so like for example, in 2022, my word of the year was mindset. Um, and that's something that I really focused on obviously coming out of the pandemic and coming out of a couple really hard years. I also graduated college in 2019. So while I did have a senior year that was normal, I was pretty fresh into the job market when COVID happened. And so I feel like as many, many, many of us, we struggled all in different ways, depending on what our situations looked like. But mindset was just something I really, really wanted to focus on that year. And then I also um, picked a word last year and that word was intention. And I just wanted to be really intentional with my actions, my words, my thoughts, where I was putting my time, my relationships, um, being very careful with my energy. And I guess this is jumping into my 2023 goals, but intention was just something that was very important to me. I've always kind of been, I'm a Libra first off. Um, and so people pleasing and getting validation from other people is really important to my self-worth. Um, and how I, you know, view myself, I want to be needed. That's like really important to me. And so often what can happen is hanging on to relationships, jobs, activities, um, thoughts longer than I need to, because I feel really guilty when I let people down or end things or quote unquote quit. And so this year I, or this past year in 2023, I just wanted to be really intentional with everything that I was doing. And I kind of reminded myself that and kept that as a mantra in my head whenever I went into something, um, whether it was at work or when I was going into a workout at the gym or I was struggling in a relationship or I, you know, really deep down in my heart knew I wanted to stay home, but I felt guilty for not going out it was going back to the word of intention and where do I want to put my intention? What is my intention? What do I want to get out of this? So to start off my 2023 goals, that's kind of the context that I was coming in with. 
the first category I want to talk about is fitness. Um, this is a, a very big category to me because fitness is extremely important in my life. It is something that I do pretty much every single day and it put time towards. I have always been very athletic and um, intense <laughs> with my movement. I swam competitively for 15 years. I swam competitively through college, which is an extremely intense commitment to make physically. And coming out of college, it was really hard for me to make that transition, as I know a lot of athletes struggle with. So, you know, I was able to find a community and a gym that really fostered that camaraderie and that team feel. Um, and also helped me push myself and kind of make goals again and realize that even though I might not be competing, I can still have goals fitness wise. Um, so my first goal for last year was 10 unassisted pushups. <laughs> and honestly, I didn't even test this at the end of the year. So I'm not even sure if I could do it. Um, and specifically by unassisted pushups, I mean, tricep pushups. That's something like my gym is kind of like a CrossFit hybrid gym. And so we do a lot of like tricep pushups. And so it was definitely something different. I'd never done tricep pushups before, um, all through college and all through swimming before that it was wider stance pushups and it is a lot harder. It works your triceps more. So I probably should test that actually, cause I haven't even done that yet. Um, but I think I could, I've gained like a lot in this past year with my strength in that area. So it's, it's really cool to be able to see that. Also, if you don't know what a tricep pushup is, essentially you keep your arms a lot closer to your body. So you're working your triceps versus having your arms, um, kind of like wider out and your elbows wider out the tricep pushup. You want to keep your elbows like pinned to your body, um, like you would in a, uh, curl. So that was my first goal. And then my second goal was to hit, uh, 550 alchemy classes. Alchemy is the gym that I was going to. I went to it for five years. It is a fantastic place. I know so many people coming out of athletics collegiately that have found that place to be home. Um, the community there is awesome. I've made so many amazing friendships at that place. And just recently, actually in the past few weeks, I stopped going there. Um, I've moved a little bit farther out of the city, so it's no longer convenient for me, but I still have that amazing community. So shout out to my alchemy girls. Um, but 550 alchemy classes is the number of classes collectively since I started. So not 550 in a year. I was telling someone, um, I think it was Anna, my goal of 550 in a year. And she was like, so you're going like twice a day. I'm like, no, that's since I started. Um, I started in 2019 and then obviously throughout the pandemic had to take a little break. But actually, I wonder how many alchemy classes I ended at. Clearly, you can tell that I have not really prepared for this episode. I kind of wanted to just be free flowing um, talking about my goals. Let's see. 535. That's a nice round number. Um. I've gone a couple after that on guest passes, so we're probably more closer to like 540, but honestly, that is not bad. Um, I think I started 
under 400 at the beginning of 2023. So that's a pretty good number of classes in the year. And I was really consistent with that. And honestly, I owe that all to uh, the people that I go to the gym with because I love you all and you motivate me. Um, And then my last fitness goal was three walks a week. At the time when I was making this, I was living in an apartment and the area was a little bit more industrial. It wasn't as walkable. Um, And also, if you know anything about Minnesota in the winter, it is not always very walkable. So um, I actually stayed pretty consistent with that. I would go down to the gym. I would do a 30 minute walk after um, my alchemy workouts. I come home, I do like a 30 minute cool down on the treadmill and uh yeah I would say I stayed pretty consistent with that I'm kind of getting back into that and we can talk about that with my goals but I've just noticed how much I miss walking luckily this winter hasn't been very snowy but it really does like benefit your mental health I forgot to mention in the beginning too I usually try to keep it to three goals a section three is just such a nice number and it makes it kind of easier for me personally. I can't make like a million goals. Um, You only have so much time. The next area was business. So hi looms. Um, Yes. Do you want to tell people what your goals were? Um, So my first goal was to make a certain amount of money. I'm not going to say what it was because I just want to I don't know. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that, but it was to make a certain amount of money and I was only a few thousand off of that. I was pretty close. Um, so I feel really good about that and I'm really proud of myself for advocating for myself um, and building other channels of income. So that was my first goal. And honestly, like obviously money isn't everything, but I think it's super important to set those kinds of goals for yourself because that pushes you to advocate for yourself more, whether it's in your job, maybe you're like independently employed. It just kind of holds you more accountable. Um, So I always like kind of setting a number goal for myself, especially at this time of year when I'm gearing up to have my review and I want to, you know, make sure that I'm asking for something that's going to be on target and I've done my research and everything like that because pay transparency and negotiation is important. I'm sure you'll hear a lot about that in future episodes because I have a lot of people in my life um, that love to talk about that and it's one of our favorite topics, especially as women, and it's super, super important. I digress. Um, my second business goal was to create something. So like a digital product or a course that I can sell. And while I can say that I did not create a course, I did create a digital product. And that's something that I am continuing to explore and continuing to scale and build. Uh, I think it's a really interesting world and I'm just kind of slowly getting into it. One thing for me is sometimes I kind of want to do everything at once and I really need to be purposeful with how much I take on at once so I don't burn out and so that I still find it enjoyable um, because I want to be intrinsically motivated by the things that I do. I don't want to be dragging myself to do anything. So yes, I did create a digital product. Um I might do an episode on that later and kind of talk about what that is or 
why I did that. But that is something that I did accomplish. And then my last business goal was to get an additional certification, which I did not do. I feel feel like my business area was something I put less focus into this year. But I do feel very like renewed and I did a lot towards it in like the last three days of the year. So I kind of feel like this year is going to be very heavily focused on that and I'm feeling very fresh and energized to do all that. And a piece of that was to create this podcast, which um, was actually one of my 2022 goals. And now we can see now we're in 2024 and two years later, but you know what? Sometimes it's about timing and I finally feel like I'm in a place in my life where like I, I want to do this and I have the confidence to do it. Um, so those are my business goals. And then I only had two personal goals this last year. My first one was to read 30 books. If you know me personally, you know that I read a lot. I always have. I'm a very fast reader. Even from a very, very young age, I would literally read everything in sight. I don't even remember when I started reading the newspaper every single morning before school. Like I just love reading. Like my ideal day, put me in a bookshop. Don't talk to me. I'm going to go sit in a comfy chair in the corner and read a book. Like that is, is just heavenly to me. Um, so I really wanted to get back into consistent reading. Part of this was I bought a Kindle, which is one of my favorite purchases I have ever made. So if you're thinking about getting a Kindle, um, do it. It is amazing, especially if you're someone like me that reads a lot. When I go on vacation, sometimes I'll read up to like three books in a week, which I know sounds ridiculous. Um, But not having to actually like physically take those books with me and have so many books to choose from on my Kindle and be able to download them so easily is just, it's amazing. So I love my Kindle and it has helped me read so much more, um, especially too, because I can take it, you know, if I go to the nail salon, I can read there. If I'm killing time somewhere, read, it just is really easy to take around. So I think I actually read somewhere more around like 40 books um, this year, which was great. I definitely had like a lag in the summer, just naturally being a lot busier and a lot more social in the summer, but I've already read two books this year and it's January 6th. So I'm feeling pretty good. I need to figure out what my goal is this year. Um, originally I was thinking about a hundred books, but it's a pretty lofty goal. So we'll see. Um, I need to figure out what number I'm going to set, but I think that's going to be one of my personal goals again, because reading just makes me so happy and especially nonfiction. I love learning through reading. I'd much rather, rather read a book than watch something. Um, so then my other personal goal is to prioritize healing my mental health. This time last year, I was just in a very bad place mentally. Um, I, you know, seasonal depression obviously is a huge thing. I've kind of experienced that in different capacities my whole life, especially growing up in Seattle and having really dark rainy winters. But in the past, you know, five years since COVID, I really struggled with anxiety and trying different medications. And I was just, 
I was off my medication for about six months by the time we were January last year. Um, I don't know. I thought it would be a good idea to go off in the summer. You know, it's great. Everything's warm. You're outside. The sun's shining. And uh, then winter hits and it's not so great anymore. So this time last year when I wrote those goals, I was in a really, really, really bad place. Probably the worst place mentally I'd ever been. And I just really knew that that's what I needed to focus on. Um, and I did, I ended up getting on different medication that's really helped me and I feel very grateful for that. I'm very grateful for the access and the ability to get that for myself. Um, and I'm always going to keep prioritizing my mental health, but you know, luckily because there's drugs out there, um, it's really helped me to, balance out and be able to focus on other things that just help increase my happiness even more. Um, so prioritizing your mental health will always be a goal every single year. It just looks a little bit different this year in terms of what I'm going to do to prioritize it than I did last year. Um, and I'm very grateful for that progress. And then the last category that we have is big goals. So one of my big goals was to have a certain amount in my savings account. Um, in the last like three years, I've really kicked it up a notch on personal finance and learning about it and asking people around me about it that are more knowledgeable. I have so many great friends that are so smart and I feel very lucky that you know, I had one friend in particular, shout out Brett, that was a year ahead of me. And when he graduated, when I was a senior in college and he was kind of getting into this stuff and reading these books that he would pass them to me and I would read them. And then my friend Anna started reading them. And, you know, I just feel very grateful that I found this knowledge very early on into my career because some people don't even start this stuff, you know, until, they're in their 30s or 40s or, you know, like me, finance is kind of scary and you just want to ignore it. Um, and being able to conquer that in the past like three or four years and really feel confident about my plan and that I'm having fun and doing things that I want to do, but I'm also checking the boxes that I know I need to to get where I want to go is just very liberating. Um, so obviously more to come on personal finance, but back to the number and savings goal that I had, I actually ended up not doing that um, or changing that number, I guess you should say. Obviously, I have savings, but I ended up changing that number because I realized that that wasn't the most financially smart um, amount to have in my savings account that I probably didn't want that much in my savings account. I wasn't not like saving for anything in particular right now. And so I ended up kind of changing that goal out and um, changing the money that I would have necessarily been setting aside for that to be invested. Um, and that kind of goes into something that I have been reflecting on is, and I reflected on this in 2022 also, but 
you know, setting these goals and writing them down at the beginning of the year isn't just about like hitting them and like marking off your goals and saying I accomplished it. Sometimes it's about like writing the goal down, but then as you go through the year, it's like realizing your situation has changed, your mindset's changed. Maybe that goal just like isn't accurate anymore or you need to shift it a little bit. Um, and I think it's it's less about like hitting your goal and more about the process of thinking it through and constructively, you know, thinking about it critically, not constructively, critically thinking about your goal. And that's just such a powerful and important thing to do. Obviously, it's a balance between you don't want to be planning so much that you miss out on living, but you do want to plan. And that's important. Um, it's important to be educated on certain things, especially when it comes to finance. So in terms of this amount in my savings account, my goal changed and that's okay. I figured out something else that it should be a different way. Um, so that was that. And then my very last goal, my very last big goal um, was to buy a house. And this is another example of situations just change and that's no longer something at this point in time that I am wanting to do. And that's partially plays into the amount that I was going to put into my savings account. Um, I ended up moving in with my partner and don't really need to buy a house right now, which again, very fortunate for. Um, but you know, a lot happens in a year. And so it, it doesn't hurt to write it down because you're going to be, hopefully the whole point of growth and setting goals is you're going to be in a different place by the time you review them. Um, so that's kind of the fun part of writing them down and getting to see them. Um, and then getting to see them again, 365 days later. So those are my goals from last year. And now I'm going to tell you guys, what are my goals this year? Let's jump into the 2024 goals. What do I have planned for myself this year? Also, we have a little furry friend that's joined us. So you might hear some background noise from her. She is my shadow and she can't stay more than two feet away. Right, Looms? 2024. My 2024 word of the year is connection. This is something that just came to me and I feel like it's so perfect for what I want to get out of this year. I really have just been feeling disconnected from a lot of areas of my life, whether, first of all, just myself. Um, and then, you know, having connection to people around me in a deeper way, all that kind of stuff. So with the word connection, I really mean this in a lot of different ways, connection to myself, connection to the present, connection to the people around me, connection to a higher purpose, all that kind of stuff. I just want to feel more connected and a deeper connection. And so with that being said, that's kind of the way I figure out what my goals are for the year. I take that word. And like I said, for 2023, that's kind of my inspiration as I look through each of these four areas and figure out what my goals are. So starting with fitness again, my 2024 fitness goals. Um, my first fitness goal is to do five unassisted strict pull-ups. And this is something that's really hard for me. I've never been good at pull-ups. I would say like I'm an arguably strong person, but pull-ups, arm strength, not my strong suit. So last year I got my kipping pull-ups down and 
this year I would really love to work on my strict pull-ups day by day. Honestly, building strength and pull-ups is not fun. I hate doing it every single time I go to the gym, but I have seen progress. So we'll see in a year, but hopefully I can do five um, at the bare minimum. Who knows? Maybe I'll be doing 10. Um, my second fitness goal this year is to walk three miles a day. I actually decided this even before New Year's and so far it is January 25th maybe. I think that's the date today and I have stayed consistent every single day which I am really proud of myself especially honestly this winter hasn't been that bad in Minnesota so I could totally go walk outside but the biggest game changer for me has been getting a under the desk treadmill and I walk at least three to four miles every single day at work. I try to knock it out in the morning when I'm doing kind of my like hour of admin organizational tasks. Um, I've gotten all the way up to four miles an hour, like speed wise on my treadmill, which I started at two. So I'm on there and I'm cranking. Um, but it's been really nice. And obviously there's certain things and tasks I can't do if I'm doing anything very like nuanced or like graphic design or anything like that. That's a little bit harder to do, but I find that when I have to write, I love walking on the treadmill because it takes me a really long time to like write things. I don't know why. I kind of hate it. I've always hated writing essays. Um, So any kind of copy that I have to write, it just takes me a while. And I find that I really am so focused on that, that I zone out about the walking piece and that hour goes really fast. So whenever I have writing stuff, I actually get on the treadmill and also really helps me in like my midday slumps at like 2, 3 p.m. in the during the day. If I'm kind of feeling a little lethargic, jump on my treadmill. It's fantastic. Walking outside is also great. I try to do that too, but it has been very cold. So it's at least nice to get my steps in in that manner. Um, and then my last fitness goal this year is kind of a bigger overarching goal around fitness, but it's to really work on developing a balanced relationship with my workouts. I touched on this before and in previous episodes, I really, really struggled with coming out of athletics and being kind to myself when it came to the kinds of workouts that I was doing and the accomplishments in my workouts, what they looked like, feeling satisfied and like I'd put in effort and I'd actually done a workout and this year I just I want to feel less like tied to the gym obviously like working out makes me feel good and I love going to the gym but I almost am doing it out of this like stress to check the box not a love for the gym and I want to make sure that I'm prioritizing connection with the people around me Um, and not just, you know, saying no to social things because I'm, I have to go to the gym. I have to do this. I have to get this in for the day. Obviously I do know that like, I feel better when I go to the gym and I want to make it a routine. Um, but I, I don't want it to be a hindrance to other areas of my life. And I think that once I can really, figure out what that balance looks like that's when I'm going to have the most progress and that comes especially with the mindset piece of it and the mental piece of it with being satisfied and proud of myself and 
you know, putting in work something over nothing. I also really struggled with if I can't get an hour and a half workout and I don't have time for it, I can't go at all. And I think something over nothing is a really good mantra that I say to myself all the time. For example, yesterday I went to the gym. It was super crowded. There was no like literally there was no machines open, you guys. And I was like, what do I do? And I switched up the workout a little bit. I did what I could. I still got in an hour. I still sweated something over nothing. Don't be so rigid that you can't adapt in circumstances. And I don't want to be so rigid that I'm giving up things that actually also bring fun and joy to my life, which the gym does bring that, but I don't want to say no to social things, like I said, for just going to the gym. So just being more balanced and being healthier is a big thing. It's not going to come overnight. I'm working on it. I already feel like I'm in a way better mindset than I was even like a month or two ago. And I'm really excited. I have a new routine. I have a new gym lifting program. I'm back on barbell um, with plates. I love that. That makes me really happy. And I'm just excited to see where that brings me this year. Business goals. This one I am probably the most excited for. Last year, I feel like wasn't a super business heavy year for me. It was very much a mental health, my own personal kind of balance in my own life. This year, I feel very motivated business-wise. I don't know what it is, but the energy and excitement that I felt in the few days like leading up to the new year and the planning and the conversations that I've had with people, I feel so excited for this year. It's going to be good. I have a lot of stuff planned and one of those things was this podcast. So, One of my goals is to have 15 episodes of this podcast uploaded. Um, That's like one episode a month, basically. Right now, I would love to upload every other week, but we'll see where it takes us. Who knows? Um, So right now, the goal is 15 episodes. This will be episode number three. So we're already a fifth of the way there, and it's not even the end of January. We love to see it. Um, My next business goal is to have a certain number of sales on Etsy. I put my digital products on there. This is a very new world to me and I have no idea if I'm actually going to enjoy it or stick to it, but it was intriguing. I wanted to try it. 10 seems like a decent number, pretty low. So that's what we're going to try out and we'll see 10 sales on Etsy. Um, and then my last business goal is I really want to focus on my strategy around either digitalizing products around my software that I use at work. Um, it's called Airtable, which I am a huge proponent of it. I love it so much. Basically, it's a project management software, but it's also can be used as a database. There's automation integrations. It's just fantastic. The amount of things that you can do with it are literally limitless and it can be like shaped, um, customized for any type of business, any type of need. I use it personally for things. It is just great. Um, and I did have my very first consulting client outside of 
my company and that was two years ago and I learned a lot from that experience and it was great um but it was a lot of time it was very hands-on I was you know hands-on consulting it was not a passive income stream by any means so I kind of want to figure out Airtable is a lot newer of a product there's not a lot of like resources um out there on it and I think that it could be a good niche for me to get into if I can figure out how to make digital products around it. So that's kind of my third goal. Something to think about, but I, again, I love the software a lot. I'm a huge nerd. I love all of their beta testing and their updates and I follow the forums and all that kind of stuff. So definitely there's a lot to learn with it. Um, but that's something that's really exciting for me. So we'll see where that takes us. Again, I feel like I don't want to have 10 different areas that I'm trying to go in. So just making sure that I'm being cognizant of my own time, my own resources, and, you know, not overloading my plate is the goal. But I'm just feeling very excited about this year business-wise. Um, so it's kind of hard not to because you're like, oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. So if any of you out there have Airtable needs or want to talk Airtable or have suggestions, please reach out to me. I'd love to talk to Airtable. Um, and yeah. All right. Personal goals. Um, the very first one, because this wouldn't be a goal session if it didn't involve reading for me, is to read 50 books. Last year, I had a goal of reading 30 books and I think I actually read more around 50 so we're gonna up it we're gonna say 50 I think that I am currently at like eight or nine which I know is ridiculous um but I read a lot I love reading I'm a fast reader currently I'm on this weird genre kick about like personal memoirs of people that have um hiked the PCT or the Appalachian Trail I don't know why I love memoir books about any kind of like wilderness adventure. Not that that's at all something that I'm interested in doing is hiking either of those trails, but I just find them fascinating. I really do. So if any of you have book suggestions in that area, please send them my way. Um, the next thing is kind of a bigger goal and this is for my own personal growth this year and that's to do one thing a day against perfectionism. I am a huge perfectionist and I really struggle with that and I think that it holds me back from a lot of things. Um, one of the execs at my old company used to say that perfectionism is the enemy of productivity and I kind of agree. Sometimes I'm so stuck on making sure there's not a singular thing wrong with something that the payoff from the amount of extra time that I'm spending is not really worth it. So, for example, one way that I did that is releasing the last episode. There is a part of me that wanted to spend 10 hours editing out all of the annoying audio in that episode and you know what? I was like, okay, this is a learning moment. I'm going to learn from it and it's okay. I'm new at it. 
people will still appreciate this content even though it's annoying and put it out there and guess what nobody died I know that's dramatic but sometimes I feel so much pressure around this perfectionist part of me that it's really important for me to try to break that down and yes I know therapy is important and we are also working on that but I want to also just be conscious conscious of the ways that it's affecting my daily life and my tasks in my life and let go of a little bit for my own well-being My last goal that I have personally is going back to connection. I really would love to have some kind of community of people up here at the gym that I go to. Um, I love the community of people at my old gym and I still see them. Shout out to any of you that are listening, but they're not there with me. And as much as it is nice sometimes to just be in your own bubble, in your own world. I really do love the conversations that I have with people, the camaraderie, the motivation. So I need to challenge myself to go talk to some people at the gym. There's some people I've seen um, repetitively that came come at the same time as me. So I definitely could go up to them and talk to them. But that's one thing I really want to build. Not that we need to work out together or anything like that, but to just have a sense of belonging there and also accountability, um, especially with some of the other girls I see. There's honestly, there's a lot of, a lot of men at this gym, which is a big change from my last gym. And there's nothing wrong with that, but there's something like super inspiring to be around other women and other strong women that are, you know, working out and yeah, I'd really like to make some connections. So that means I need to go talk to people, which is scary, especially when everyone's in their own world. People don't want the like people don't want you to talk to them at the gym, which I totally get. I don't really want you to go up to me. But if it was another girl, I would be totally down for that. It's just when guys come up to me and say weird things to me, especially when I have headphones on. I'm like, please don't like you would not appreciate it if I said that to you. So anywho, that's that. Um, let's talk big goals. So one of my big goals, um, I loved horses when I was growing up. I bet you all are wondering what direction this was going to go into. (laughs) Um, I loved horses. I had a horse girl era. I rode, I dreamed of having a horse. My parents got me the horse encyclopedia. I was a horse nerd. I literally loved everything about it and a piece of me like that never really died. I still love horses. I haven't ridden honestly since like 2020, I don't think. And I would really like to get back into that. It brings me a lot of joy. I love being around animals. I love being very like hands on. I love being at the farm, all that kind of stuff. So now that I live a little bit further up north, I honestly live pretty close to a lot of horse farms. Like I could literally go walk and touch a horse, which is crazy. I would really love to get back into riding. And that means I need to also put myself out there and go 
talk to some people, network, find out who has a horse. I mean, hey, I would like shovel your horse poop for you if I could ride your horse. So if anyone out there has any connections with horses uh, in the Northwest Minneapolis suburbs, also hit me up. But I think that'd be such a fun thing. And I know it would be a really great break from my everyday life. Um, So yeah, that's one big goal I have. It's not even like to buy a horse, but just, I mean, horses are a lot of work. But I would totally pitch in and do the labor to ride a horse. So yeah, we'll see. I'm sure someone I know knows someone with a horse or has a horse or has a connection to a barn. Um, Riding lessons, very, very expensive. I remember back in the day when I took riding lessons, it was $25 an hour, which is not bad. But like back in the day, that's still like pretty pricey. Now, I think they're more like 80 to 85. So honestly, could be a great business idea (laughs) at some point. But um I just don't want to pay that as much as I love horses. So I'm looking for a situation where I can trade my manual labor to ride a horse. So yeah. Uh we will get updates, I guess, if I this ends up happening. Gonna wait for winter to end or at least it to warm up a little bit. But that's my first big goal. And my second big goal is I want to learn as much about home renovation projects as I can. Um, Carl and I just redid our guest bathroom and it was so fun to design it, to pick out the different, you know, hardware and color and like figure out how it was all going to go together and how it was all going to look and what I want and the inspiration. And I'm good at that piece of it. But then when it comes to actually installing things, I learned a lot. I rewired a light, which might not seem like the biggest deal, but I am very proud of myself for that because there's something very scary about touching wires and untangling them and twisting them back up. It's just, I don't know. I did it. I faced my fear and I did not get electrocuted, which is awesome. Um, I also hung a mirror by myself, which again might not seem like that big of a deal, but I love when I can learn new skills and be self-sufficient and also saves a lot of money. So the next project that we have on the docket is our basement. It's currently framed out and insulated, but there's no drywall down there and we need to finish it. Um, There's space for like a gaming room and an extra bedroom and a bathroom, So we need to design that, figure out what we want to do, but I would really like to do as much of it as I can myself, which I know is a huge undertaking and we'll see what that entails once we kind of figure out what we want it to look like, but I'm really excited. Like, it's funny. I remember my dad is in the building business and going to Home Depot growing up and just thinking it was the most boring place ever. I was like, I cannot imagine anyone who would like sign themselves up to like willingly go here. I just, I didn't think it was interesting. Um, And my dad would try to get us like to pay attention to certain projects around the house and teach us things. We built a like playhouse in the backyard. And the whole point of that was so that my dad could, you know, have us be hands on in the process. 
and I have to say I don't think I learned a singular thing or remember it I just really wasn't interested at the time in paying attention but now I am I wish I did because there's so much that I want to learn and I call my dad all the time being like what about this how do I do this what do I need for this um and I think that's so cool so yeah that's another big thing putting up the drywall, figuring out the plumbing. I know there's going to be stuff that we're going to have to outsource. Um, but one, just the financial benefit of doing stuff yourself and, you know, saving that money is really great. But I just like to understand how things work. And I find it very rewarding and gratifying to put in all this work and see it come together. So that's my other big goal. I don't know the nitty gritty of what that's going to entail and I'm probably taking a bigger bite than I can handle, but we will see. I'm sure we will have lots of consultations with my dad on it. Um, But yeah, that's kind of my 2024. Again, I just am so excited for this year. I feel like I am the most at peace and the happiest that I have been in a very long time And I feel very grounded. Um, I think for the first time since I graduated college, I feel like my feet are firmly planted beneath me. And that's a really exciting thing to feel because I think I can, you know, start to work on those extra things in my life that I want to enhance my life that I couldn't focus on before because I didn't even feel like I had my feet under me. Um, so great things are coming. It's going to be a good year. I hope you all, whether or not you like goal planning or you don't like the pressure of it, or you don't believe in it. I hope you enjoyed this episode and can take at least a few things away from it. Maybe it inspires you to kind of write out your own goals. I do think there's value in goals. I don't think we need to change ourselves every single year completely, um, they say new year, new me. I don't think it has to be a new you, but I think it is important to think about, you know, critically think about your life. Um, what, what is working, what's not working, what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy, what drains you and figuring out a plan to change those things. Um, so yeah, I, again, like I said, at the beginning of this episode, I'm so excited for you guys to hear the next guest. Um, It's going to be a really fun episode. I appreciate everyone's support and I hope you enjoyed the first official solo episode. I will talk to you guys very soon. Bye.